Welcome to the second episode of The Sideshow, the show by creeps for creeps, freaks, and geeks. Catchy sounding, isn't it? Well, creeps, last week you and I listened to 911 calls, and apparently you liked it so much that it beat out any of the other options on our polls in the Facebook group this week. So this week we're going to be listening to more 911 calls together. If you're listening and you aren't already a part of our nasty, creepy little family, please go to Facebook now and search Tales by Cole podcast discussion group. And we can make these mini episodes exactly what you, the creepy crew that listens each week, exactly what you want. And if you enjoy this episode or our regularly scheduled episodes, please go leave a five-star review. I know it's annoying to hear me ask time and time again, but they are honestly so incredibly important if we want to grow our killer crew. Before we get into this week's 911 calls, I'd like to take a minute to talk about this week's regularly scheduled episode. This week I told you the story of Sylvia Likens, and let's just address this straight away. It was disgusting and heartbreaking and probably the hardest episode I've researched and written. But it was also extremely hard to listen to. A lot of people were angry, not at me, but just at how disgusting and depraved humans can be. A few other listeners brought up things that I had missed in the episode. There was a lot of religion at play. Gertrude gave sermons about how disgusting and deviant women are, and as a result, a lot of children in the neighborhood bought into it. I'm not religious, uh, I'm barely agnostic on the best of days, but that doesn't mean I hate religion, just wanted to preface that before what I'm about to say, which is religion can be a powerful tool for good, but it can also be a malicious device used to brainwash individuals, to get good people to buy into mob mentality, to get them to support heinous acts in the name of God. And this is what we saw in the Sylvia Likens case. Religion wasn't the sole factor here, but it was a large contributing factor. To those who think I brushed over this, it wasn't because I was pandering or wanted to avoid the topic, it's just because the story is so large. It could honestly take up an entire 10 episodes if I were to tell it minute by minute in each angle. And with all of that out of the way, it's time to get into... Listening to 911 Calls with Call. Alright, today instead of listening to three 911 calls, we're only going to listen to one. But I also want to delve into the mystery surrounding this phone call. The call we're going to listen to in just a minute is the infamous Ruth 911 call. The disturbing call was placed by an elderly woman who identifies herself as Ruth. Ruth called 911 in fear of a man lurking about her property. But within less than a minute, the caller Ruth was attacked and presumably killed while still connected to the 911 call, as the dispatcher could do nothing but listen on in horror. What's the problem, ma'am? Oh, there's some guy been uh, taking the place out. Well, he went in the back. I have an apartment in the back, and he said he was looking for a guy. And he comes to my door. And I said he's uh, looking for an apartment. So I live alone, and I'm an old lady. Where is he now, ma'am? I don't have no idea. 
even within the darker communities on the internet, this is viewed as particularly chilling. But is this 911 call even real? You may be wondering why I'm questioning the authenticity of such a genuine sounding recording. Well, creeps, you have to question everything on the internet, especially in this day and age. And while questioning this 911 call and trying to find you more information, I came across a bit of a mystery. While this phone call has been shared thousands and thousands of times online, there isn't really any information about it at all. Probably the most damning piece of evidence to suggest this call is fake is just that, the lack of information regarding the case and this individual. There is a complete lack of official records surrounding this 911 call altogether. However, if this phone call predates the internet, then that might suggest its absence online. Perhaps the newspaper reporting is simply just being held somewhere in a library or archived on microfiche. Something you might have noticed in the call is the lack of the dispatcher's particular interest in the pleas of Ruth. The dispatcher fails to acquire her address in time, fails to ask trained and routine follow-up questions, and is silent during the screaming. So could this dispatcher's incredible lack of procedure be evidence of a fake? Well, not necessarily, although it does seem ludicrous that anyone could fail so spectacularly when someone's life is on the line. On the internet forum Reddit, when this call was brought up and discussed, an anonymous user posted a comment saying the call was genuine and that it had been played for him in the 1990s as a portion of his training exercise in what not to do. It had become police procedure after the event for 911 dispatchers to always open the call by saying 911, what is your location, before anything else. The Reddit user goes on to state the call was recorded in 1988 and that it was a Ruth Price who had indeed made the call. He then says the lurker had in fact killed Ruth and was never apprehended. This claim that the recording was used in police training for new emergency call handlers was also corroborated by a user named HNDLC3 on the forumofficer.com in June 2002. A point made against the authenticity of the call is that releasing a 911 call to the public which has recorded someone's death is illegal. But it was also possible that this was leaked, that it was covertly recorded and released as we've seen time and time again on the internet. In 2007 on the Spanish A&E cable television channel website, a photo was released alongside the 911 call saying that it was a photo of Ruth Price but there was no accompanying information besides that. Some internet detectives tried to reverse image search the photo on Google, but came up with zero other results. Some of those creeps, curious creeps like you and I, moonlighting as armchair detectives found a listing on the website findagrave.com for a Ruth Price, born in 1905 and died 1988 in Shady Grave Cemetery in Polk County, Missouri, USA. Could this have possibly been the Ruth Price in the phone call? The date of her death corresponds with the Reddit user's comment about the call. And if she had been born in 1905, then she would have been about 80 years old at the time of the call, certainly in the right age range. But as abruptly as this mystery starts, it ends, and that's the end of this week's episode of The Sideshow. Yes, unfortunately, I have to leave you on a cliffhanger, as I can't definitively say whether or not the phone call is real, or if Ruth Price was even a person. The internet is a weird and chilling place at times. 
I can say for myself, the coinciding information is enough for me to be fairly convinced of its authenticity. But like any genuine mystery, we can't be completely sure. If you like this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to come join our creepy little community on Facebook. All of us lurking in our mother's basement sharing terrible stories with one another. We'd love to have you. And with that, I say goodnight. Sweet dreams, my creepy friend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't forget to lock the doors. (laughs) 